Happy Friday, everybody. It's Friday, May 17th, 2019. And as always, if you're listening to this, that means you made it through another week and margaritas are in order. And let me tell you something, this household barely made it through another week. We're going to barely make it through next week. Memorial Day weekend cannot get here fast enough. It has been a rough, rough week. And as a result of said rough, rough week, uh, it's been far rougher on my wife than anybody else um, uh, with the work and all the shit that's been going on. But uh, uh, I, fair warning, am as salty as the dead fucking sea today. Uh, I have been for about two days. Uh... And so I may ramble and rant a little bit throughout this podcast when I'm touching on these subjects, and I'm uh, I'm allowed to vent how I feel about these subjects. My my extreme venting and ranting may not be exactly about the subject; it may be about other things that I'm salty about. But it's manifesting itself through the podcast. So forgive me if I get on uh, on uh, on a tear at some point in time in this podcast. But uh, your favorite podcast host in the whole wide world, me is, uh, yeah, as salty as salty can fucking be. That guy that does the little, the salt bay who does the little sprinkle of salt, yeah, I, I he ain't got nothing on me. Got, I am fucking salty. As a matter of fact, I'm so salty that if you're listening closely enough, as you hear these words, if you open up your window, you could probably hear my wife scream, fuck yeah, he's salty. So, uh... As always, like I said, if you're listening to this, that means you made it through another week and margaritas are in order. No time more appropriate than today after this week. So let me get into some birthdays so I can get into the topics of the week so that I can begin fucking ranting. All right, happy birthday to Dennis Hopper, Bill Paxton, Bob Saget, Jim Nance, and Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails. In honor of Trent's birthday, today's song of the day is going to be Head Like a Hole. Very appropriate this week. Head Like a Hole, Nine Inch Nails. There's your song of the day. All right, a couple of reminders like I do every week for the people that are finding me for the first time. Uh, This podcast is not recorded in a studio. It's not mixed and edited. It's recorded on my phone wherever I happen to be. So it doesn't it doesn't flow together seamlessly, and you're going to hear some background noise. It's meant to be that way. It's meant to be like you and I sitting on the deck shooting the shit. Uh, I do have music. Reminder number two, I do have music at different interludes throughout the podcast, but you can't hear that unless you're listening on an Anchor platform. So go to anchor.fm for free. You get to hear my podcast and dozens of others, or download the free Anchor app on your smartphone or tablet. And last but not least, like I tell you every week, go if you can, hit the website, TomPowellJr.com. That's TomPowellJr.com, not the word junior. TomPowellJr.com. Where you're going to be able to find all things Tom Powell Jr., but more specifically, you're going to be able to find a link on where you can purchase my first book, A Grateful Life, The Life Story of a Husband, Father, and Taco Loving Deadhead is available in paperback and ebook formats. Okay, uh, this is the point in the show where I tell you, you know, it's like, hey, today's National Falafel Day or whatever it is. And I got a couple of them here, so just bear with me here. Today is National Cherry Cobbler Day, National Graduation Tassel Day, National Walnut Day, National Bike to Work Day, and National Pizza Party Day. So, uh, celebrate accordingly by saving your graduation tassel 
and having a pizza party at work after you've biked there that includes walnuts and cherry cobbler, I guess. I don't fucking know. Um, now, this is the point in show where I begin talking about the topics of the week. I say, what the hell's been going on this week? And then I get into the topics. And I'm going to do that uh, per the notes that I have written down, like I do every week, to discuss with you on various topics. But, as I awoke this morning, a new note found itself, uh, presented itself, uh, so I need to quickly mention it. And that is that the Grumpy Cat, the world-famous internet sensation, the Grumpy Cat, has died at the age of seven. So there is no more... Uh, you guys have seen the memes, the little fluffy cat that always looks like he's pissed off and angry. Uh, rest in peace, Grumpy Cat. You were, uh, you were famous for a moment there. Your, your memes will live on in infamy. Okay, now, what the hell's been going on this week? Well, I do want to start very quickly on a, on a personal note. I want to wish uh, the best of luck to the Manuka Mudslingers, which is the, the softball team that my middle daughter, Lily, belongs to. They actually kick off their season today with their first tournament. Uh, so it's not regular season games. It's the first tournament of the year. But it's the first actual game in a while. Uh, my daughter is both looking forward to it and dreading it all at the same time because, as I mentioned earlier, it's been a hell of a week around the Powell household. There literally is not a night that goes by where there's not some kind of event going on. So we long for Memorial Day weekend and are currently praying for rainouts. Uh, I also want to say congratulations and good luck to the 2019 Manuka High School graduating class, of which my oldest daughter, Magnolia, is a member. She will be attending graduation rehearsal today, and she graduates, weather permitting, Sunday. Now, we do have a 90% chance of thunderstorms in the Shanahan and Manuka area. And for those of you who don't know where Shanahan and Manuka are, and you're listening to me from other places, and I see that you guys are listening from all over the place, uh, we are in the far southwest Chicago suburbs. And at the current point in time, I am working on plans to draw up aquatic traveling devices. I know that you would be typically call those boats, but they need to be both land and sea devices because it won't fucking stop raining in the Shanahan area. Now, what's going to happen is it's going to stop raining long enough for us to start playing softball when it could have been dry this whole time and started raining when the softball came. But regardless, it's been raining for, and I'm just, I, did, I have not looked up the weather. I'm going to go off the hip here and I'm going to say it's been raining for roughly 78 days straight. It just won't stop fucking raining. And, um, it's going to make for some interesting conditions on the softball field this weekend and some even more interesting conditions at the graduation field this Sunday if it doesn't stop raining. Uh, so hopefully it, it, it comes off without a hitch. Hopefully my daughter gets to walk across the stage, get her diploma, and be done with her high school career, and she can move on to other things in her life. Uh, but yes, that MCHS, Manuka Community High School graduation is Sunday. Congratulations all graduating seniors and to the Manuka Mudslingers. Go get them in the tournament in Oswego starting tonight. Uh, and to all of you graduates that are going to be crossing the, uh, the stage, whether it be this weekend or in the coming weeks, 
and you're going to be getting your high school diploma and you're going to be moving on to whether that be college or a career or something, maybe the military, uh, make good choices, okay? Have some fun with life, but make good choices. Uh, realize that you've gotten to this point for a reason and there's no reason to start acting a fool now, okay? Just make the right choices, do the right things in life, and uh, uh, hopefully life works out the way you intended it to. It never really does, but hopefully it does. You know, my life didn't turn out the way I intended it to, but uh, damn happy with my life. So you're going to find out that you might go through that stage where, hey, this ain't turning out the way I, I, I had planned it to turn out, and then you're going to look around and go, I like this a lot better. So just calm down as things don't go your way. It, just take a look around you and see what you got. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, that'll be the last. I won't, uh, I won't get all weird about that. I will say, though, speaking of uh, kids and uh, their sport, uh, one little story that popped up this week that was quite interesting is I was at one of my son's baseball games, and, uh, you know, all the other parents are sitting there, and sometimes grandparents are sitting there. And one of the other uh, adults that were sitting there watching the game uh, was sitting next to me. Our chairs were set up relatively close to one another. And my son, who is seven. Now, for, once again, for those of you who don't personally know me, my son is seven. I am 47. Uh, and I've got a big gray beard. And I look a little bit older than I actually am. Despite the fact that I am actually getting old. at the I know, 47, not old. It is to me. So anyway... The boy comes out of the dugout, we have some words, he goes back to the dugout, and this other adult says, oh, is that your grandson? Oh, fucking no. That's my son. Not my grandson. No grandkids yet. Back that shit up. Anyway, my wife didn't hear it. She was sitting on the other side of me. I later told her what the woman said, and my wife proceeded to get a good belly chuckle out of it everybody got a good kick out of that one. Oh, you got mistaken for a grandfather. Oh, she just thought that was the greatest thing, folks. <laughs> and then, a couple days after that, uh, my wife, my son, and I were out running errands, and my wife needs to stop and get her eyebrows done. And she goes inside. She's sitting in the waiting area, waiting to get her eyebrows done, and I'm in the car with my boy. He goes, i got to use the bathroom. So I send him into the store. Mom's just sitting in the waiting area. She can help you get to the bathroom. Go inside. So he goes inside. She takes him to the bathroom. He gets finished. He comes back outside to get in the car with me. And when he leaves the facility, the building, the woman running the, the eyebrow place looks at my wife and says, oh, is that your grandson? So karma, she be a bitch. She be a bitch that loves to boomerang on shit. And my wife, so she comes out of the facility. I'm like, Everything go all right? She's like, oh, yeah, everything's perfect, and we can never go there again. Oh, no, 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 no. I got called a grandpa by literally one of the other grandparents of our son's team, and I still go to the games. You're going to get your eyebrows done, Grandma. Or, or would you rather be called Meemaw, or are you, uh, which one do you want to be called there, Renee? You want to be Meemaw? You want to be Mamaw? You want to be grandma, you want to be Grammy, you want to be Grams. I've already determined what I want to be called. And I understand that no matter what I determine, folks, 
It's going to be completely and utterly dependent on what some kid spits out accidentally at some time down the road. I will forever be known that, as that until the day they put me in a pine box. But if I had my druthers, I would just like to be called... Now this, I'm going to go a little bit off the beaten path with this one, so stick with me here, okay? This is, this is what I'd like to be called when I do finally have grandchildren, okay? I would like to be called Grandpa. I know, it's unusual for this day and age. Unusual for this day and age, considering we've got every name other than Grandpa for Grandpas. But when it does happen, that's what I'd like to be called. Not Pop-Pop, not Poppy, not Pops, not Gramps, not Pee-Paw, not Paw-Paw. Grandpa. Grandpa Tom. But yeah, that karma swung back on the missus in a big, big way. A couple of days. It didn't even take very long before she got mistaken for a grandma. And the thing about it is, is that she doesn't have no gray hair. Right? She doesn't look anywhere near the way I look my age. It just so happened that he 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 looks rather young, and it, I don't know. That woman was just like, "Hey, eh, is this your grandson?" So. It's more understandable when it comes to people mistaking me for a grandfather. I, I actually look like a grandfather. I look like a crusty old hippie with a big ass gray beard. So I, I understand that part, but ooh, she didn't like being called grandma. Not one bit. Now, speaking of karma, I do have a story out of Australia of all places. I thought this was a great story this week. Especially to go right along with my salty attitude. Because I read it I'm like, good, you fucking morons. There were two guys that were trying to uh, steal gas. They were trying to siphon gas out of a tour bus. It was parked somewhere. Some rest stop somewhere. So these two geniuses roll up to this tour bus. And they've got their containers. And they're going to siphon this gas out of here. They pop the container. They put a hose in. They start sucking. Um, turns out. They popped the container to the wrong compartment and they sucked out the sewage from the septic tank that goes underneath the, uh, you know, for everybody to take a, a squeege into. They got a mouthful of, of septic. That, ladies and gentlemen, if anybody out there has ever wondered what karma looks like, that is what karma looks like. A mouthful of the spooge, the, 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 the pits and the shit. And all of that nastiness. Now, uh, it, it was reported in the article that I read that the uh, owners of the uh, the tour bus did tell police that they were not interested in retrieving the stolen goods. So the, the good news for the uh, criminals is they're allowed to keep what they took. But that's awesome because those guys are fucking morons. Absolute morons. Now that's karma. At its best. This next story, while it's not karma, it is moronic in the same vein as these two geniuses. And it's very, very fun to watch. I have talked to you in the past on a couple of different podcasts about Instagram influencers. And how I think it is absolutely beyond moronic that anybody with a brainstem would be influenced by some random douche canoe 
on Instagram who's posting pictures of her dinner and herself at the beach. Uh, I, so here's the deal. I understand what these people do. They develop a shit ton of followers and a shit ton of people that just watch the whatever inane shit they happen to put on the internet. And then they come to people and they say, listen, I can push your product, I can push your services for X amount of dollars, and here's how many thousands of people it's going to be exposed to. I, it, it would be no different than if I had 30,000 listeners a week to the podcast and I sold an, a sponsorship to it. I understand what they're doing. The difference being is these people have no actual discernible skill or talent. They don't contribute anything to society. They're famous for being famous. It's part of the Kardashian, Paris Hilton aspect of the world. Okay, Justin Bieber's, I hate his music, but at least he has some kind of a talent to justify why he's famous. These Instagram influencers are just fucking moron douche canoe ass wipes who take up space, contribute nothing to society, and have 80,000 followers and allow them to be able to sell advertising space. I have been approached by people on Instagram, you want us to push your podcast on my platform, I have... 38,000 followers on Instagram. I have 112,000 followers on Instagram. I have 240,000 followers on Instagram. And while I would love to have my podcast put in front of another 200,000 people or 100,000 people, I don't want my name associated with you because you're a fucking waste of human skin cells. So, I think that the Instagram influencer craze is stupid. And this week we we have a story about an Instagram influencer who got a little bit of little bit of karma, but just showed the world how stupid she really is. So it's an Instagram influencer out of China who was attempting to film herself. There's a video for this. You have to go see the video for this because it's unbelievable. It is really, really off the wall. She's going to film herself eating a live octopus. And she gets herself all dialed up, and she's got the, you know, the background set up and everything, and then boom, she brings in this, this octopus, and she, she goes to eat this octopus, and this thing puts its legs out, its tentacles out, and latches onto her face, and now she can't get it off. And in the video, she's pulling on this octopus, and pulling and pulling, and so she finally starts working one individual uh, tentacle at a time, and she slowly but surely pulls every suction cup off of her face and you're like oh that's gotta suck but one tentacle at a time all while screaming and still filming this and then it gets to the point where he's got three tentacles that are not on top of her eye but around the eye socket and she goes to pull the whole body of the octopus away and the amount of distance that the skin pulls away from the eye socket i'm not even joking when I say this, I exaggerate about everything. I am not exaggerating about this. I could have easily put one finger in between the gap from her eye and the skin. That's how far away it pulled. Possibly two. Possibly two. It just pulled the skin away from her skull right around the eye socket. And she's just screaming. And I have to be completely honest with you, the entire time I watched it, I was absolutely enthralled with amusement. I was like, yes, that is what you get for being a no-talent 
hacked, making money for doing nothing in this world. I've told you people about Instagram influencers and why you should not be influenced by anybody on Instagram. And here's a prime example. She didn't even know that octopuses had defense mechanisms. All she knew was that she was going to make a little bit of money by getting a shit ton of people to watch a video of her. Now, did she succeed? Yeah, as she did. She even got me to watch the video. But I don't watch anything else she does. I watch this video to watch her be in pain and agony and suffer a little bit. Because, as I said, I'm salty as fuck this week. So good on the octopus. I salute you. Get your fellow octopi together and go out there and eat more Instagram influencers' faces. Please. Please. Just wipe them out of society. We have yet another story this week about another member of the famous, despite not having any fucking talent club. It's a uh, quote-unquote bikini model. Uh, Her name is Jenna Thompson. Now, she's from the UK. Now, before I tell you what Jenna Thompson said in an interview or tape or whatever the hell it is, understand what bikini model in today's day and age means. It doesn't necessarily mean a true bikini model. Like, it's not a model that, that does various modeling things and then they do a bikini shoot. In today's day and age, because of the stupidity of social media, a bikini model could literally just be any woman who has a shit ton of bikini pictures on her Instagram page and has a lot of followers. Maybe she doesn't necessarily work for any agency. Maybe she doesn't necessarily have a steady modeling uh, career. She's just taken an ass load of pictures of herself in a bikini, wherever she happens to may be, putting them on Instagram. And I'm not saying that's what Jenna's doing here. I haven't dug into Jenna's past. All I know is that she's listed as a bikini model, and I know that that's what happens these days. You do nothing, you get followers, and all of a sudden you get a job title, which is just I, unbelievable to me. Anyway, this Mensa member says that, and I quote, she's too beautiful to find love. She says that she attracts men that only want sex from her. She adds that she herself is picky and says that she will only go for guys who are extraordinarily fit and covered in tattoos. And the problem is is that all the men that find her that go through things like Tinder and, and, and Instagram and Twitter is that they only want to have sex with her. And, and, it, and therefore she's too beautiful to find love. No. That's not the case, okay? There's a couple of things at play here. And uh, I hope this woman is, is, hears this at some point in time and, and heeds these words. Just There's a couple of things at play here. Number one, uh, tits, cleavage, camel toe, bubble butt, these are not smart bombs, Okay. You, this is not a weapon that you can launch from a carrier and strike a target 500 miles away with exact, exact precision, okay? Th- this, is, this is a cluster bomb. Yes, you go out there and you put 974,000 photographs on the internet of you in a bikini squeezing your tits together. You are going to attract the kind of guy that you do want, but you're also going to attract the guy on the public bus masturbating through the window. It's a cluster bomb. You're, you're catching... All of the garbage, okay? All of it. That's the first thing that's in play. Unfortunately, that's the way that works. The second thing that's in play is, is that, um, with all due respect, 
you're just full of yourself. Okay, you might have the ability to make money off of your body and a thousand people want to come and see you looking at, sitting in a bikini on the beach, but you're full of yourself. And what you need to do is you need to get down off of your cross, you need to use the wood to build a bridge, and you need to get the fuck over yourself. Okay? If you find a guy that's only interested in sex, move on. But, now listen, just full disclosure, I have never had a reason to be on Tinder. I have not been on Tinder, and I don't even know how Tinder works. But I've heard the guys that used to work for me talk about Tinder. I've seen stories about Tinder. I hear this shit about Tinder. And from everything that I can put together from Tinder, it is basically a who-do-you-want-to-fuck app. Okay? That's what it is. That's the only reason it exists. So, what did you think you were going to find on Tinder? That's the third thing that's in play here. You're a dumbass. You're, you're, so you're, you're, you're bending over and squeezing your tits together and going, hey guys, come look at this so that I can make money. And then you go, but why are you guys asking me out? I don't want to go out with you. Well, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? You think the guy walking around in the ripped jeans, cowboy boots, and no, no shirt on with a stomach that you could wash clothes on and that stupid-ass fucking front butt muscle that comes up out of the jeans that makes girls go... You think, you, you think that the gals are just interested in him because he's going to be a good conversationalist? No. They want to jump up on that pogo stick and ride. That's what they're doing. Same aspect that's happening to you. You think that it's just going to be, oh, I'm just going to flash my tits and I'm going to get a Nobel Prize winner up in here to sit here and talk about, you know, astrophysics with me at night instead of just wanting to uh, bend me over the couch and bang me like a screen door in a hurricane. It's not how any of that works. So you being out there bitching about it is absolutely fucking moronic. And if you just use the, the wood from your cross to build a bridge and get over it, like I said earlier, you might find on the other side, when you're over your own bullshit, that there are people out there that might actually want to date you for something above and beyond sex. But you're full of yourself. That in lies the problem. But I have a solution for all these people. I have a solution for... Uh, the I'm too beautiful to find love bikini model for the two morons with a face full of shit and piss and trying to steal gas. For the people out there who uh, are influenced by Instagram influencers who get their face eaten by octopuses. Octopi? Octopuses? I gotta be honest with you, I didn't do any research on the plural of octopus before recording this podcast. So I'm not quite sure what the plural of octopus is. So I'm going to go with octopi. It's just because it sounds a little smarter. And uh, it might just flow a little bit better. So uh, Instagram influencers, influencers who get their faces eaten by octopi. There you go. Alright. What's the solution for all of them? Well... The solution for all of them and anybody else in your life who you've ever looked at and said, go eat a bag of dicks, is that you can now send a chocolate dick to somebody with a, t with a card that says, eat a dick. 
I shit you not, let me explain this to you. This is fucking awesome, by the way. This is, this is one of the moments of the week that just made me smile from ear to ear. There's a company, it's called the Dick at Your Door Company. Google that shit. Dick at Your Door. The Dick at Your Door Company sends, they make and send chocolate dicks to whoever you want. Like I said, it has a little card that says, eat a dick. They offer a variety of flavors, including pumpkin flavor, by the way. So if anybody's out there wanting to send a dick to your favorite basic bitch, pumpkin flavored dicks are available for, uh, uh, for you. These dicks run about 20 bucks. So, you know, if you want to make a small investment, if you want to go big, you could actually send a bag of dicks. And you can tell somebody to eat a bag of dicks. Uh, I, this may be a new go-to present. I'm just letting you know ahead of time. Now, if you guys think that this is all in bad taste, just understand that $1 from every dick sold goes to prostate cancer research. So it's not all bad. There's a little bit of good coming out of it as well. But, you know, maybe it's time to start sending dicks to people. You know, I know a few people I'd like to send a dick to. I'm sure you've got somebody on your list, too. Hell, I might even be the guy on your list. <laughs> you never know. You might be listening to this going, you know what? He's right. I'm going to send that son of a bitch a dick. You want to send me a chocolate dick to eat? No problem. Send it to Tom Powell Jr. or the Powell Entertainment Company or the Tom Powell Jr. Show. P.O. Box 747, Shanahan, Illinois, 60410. Last week, I asked you guys to all send in a dollar. Put one dollar in an envelope and send it in so that we can see... How many people would be willing to just send a total stranger oh, a single dollar bill through the mail? Same address, P.O. Box 747, Shanahan, C-H-A-N-N-A-H-O-N, Illinois, 60410. Send a dollar, send a, send a chocolate dick, fine, whatever. Go ahead and send it from the Dick at Your Door Company, which, by the way, is probably the greatest business name in the history of business names. How this guy is not sailing around the world on his multi-billion dollar dick business yacht is absolutely beyond me because dick at your door is a stroke of genius. And yes, for those of you listening to this going, how old is this? I thought this guy said he was 47. Yeah, I'm still a kid at heart. I'm still a juvenile, so I still find things like that hilarious. Absolutely, positively hilarious. Sending somebody a chocolate dick to eat? Hell yeah, I wish we had that when I was 14 years old. Believe me, lots of some bitches would have been getting dicks back in the day. Well, not at 20 bucks back in the day. Hopefully they were, would have been a little bit cheaper back then. But uh, I don't, hey, 20 bucks? That's not, that's, that's real, relatively nothing if, if you're trying to send a messenger. You know, you want to quit your job? Send your boss a chocolate dick. It's only 20 bucks. 20 bucks. That's it, to send a dick. 20 bucks. I'm just saying, there are a few people that might actually get chocolate dicks sent to them from us this summer. I'm just saying. So, if you happen to open up your, your mailbox and you find a chocolate dick in there, you probably don't even have to worry about reading the card because it probably came from me. And yes, like I said, I find that shit funny. Uh, I guess I'm perpetually 14 years old. It is what it is. Uh, I always find stupid and juvenile shit like that funny. Like uh, the guy who programmed his Roomba to swear every time it hits the wall. I, th I thought that was hilarious. 
This guy, he, he buys the, the Roomba before me. He buys the Roomba and he does something with the programming of it. Uh, he's an engineer. And every time it bumps into an object to ch- and it stops to change and switch direction, it, it, it swears. It's like, boom, fuck. I, that's hilarious. That guy, that guy should have a statue built in his honor. I want one of those Roombas. By the way, if anybody knows how to get a hold of that guy, I want that guy's personal information so when I buy my Roomba, I can ship it to him so that he can set it up to do that. Because that is freaking awesome. And if you could set it up to do that in, like, Lewis Black's voice, that would be the best ever. Absolutely. freaking lutely Just having a Roomba running around the house, bumping into furniture, and screaming, Ah, fuck! In Lewis Black's voice would make my day, day in and day out. I would do the floor every fucking day if I had that device. Every day. That would be phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Cussing up a storm throughout the house? Why not? I cuss when I swear anyway. Now, I'll tell you where I would be cussing up a storm. I would be cussing up a storm if somebody had suggested to me that we stop and stay at the newest overnight attraction in Texas. And that is the gas station that is in the movie A Texas Chainsaw Massacre has been converted into a place where you can spend the night. The actual gas station from the actual horror movie. Uh, I gotta be honest with you. Uh, I like adventure. I don't know that I necessarily like this kind of adventure. It's in uh, Bastrop, Texas on Highway 304. And they put a couple of cabins out back and then the, the actual gas station itself has been converted into a place where you can sleep. Like the, there's, It's got like a back room where you can sleep. Mm, you know, I, uh, I don't know about that. It might, that, be, it might be a little, I, that would cause me to cuss. That would cause me to, uh, to, to say, nah, I'm going to have to base on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre visit. Uh, I know it's a movie. Uh, I know it's a movie that's based on real life. And to be honest with you, I don't want to be anywhere near that area because it uh, seems like there might be something in the water down there. Just saying. I like my face. I'm old school. I like my face attached to my head. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and pass on the Texas Chainsaw thing. I will, however, accept an invite if everybody, if anybody would like to invite me to it, uh, to uh, the three-day special that's going to be going on at a, at a hotel in Palm Springs, California. I believe it's this September. It's only for three days, but Taco Bell is taking over a hotel in Palm Springs, California, and everything is going to be taco thing. You're a woman and you go get your hair done and your nails done in the salon in the hotel. It's all going to be taco themed. It's going to be Mexican cuisine. There's going to be both regular old taco cuisine all the way up to fine Mexican cuisine for the three days. Taco themed floaties and parties around the pool. It's taco, 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 taco. So Taco Bell has taken over this hotel three days in September. Look it up. It's going to be in Palm Springs, California for three days. Now that... That's a three-day getaway right there. You, you want to stick my ass in a hotel for three days with nothing but taco-themed everything? Bring that shit on. I'll bet you that could get me unsalty in a damn hurry. Nice little three-day stay with tacos galore. Now, I, the main purpose of talking about this podcast was 
the saltiness uh, and the and the and the karma that's been going on in the stories this week. Those were my main my main stories. I usually save my main stories for the last story of the week, and you know the. That would this would be the case where I would normally be talking about the karma stories and and how these people are idiots. But I I, I felt like I was going to be salty enough on the podcast that I wanted to end on just a regular old news note. And uh, I I kind of I'm always interested in seeing this story when it comes up every year as it does every year. And that is uh that's the top baby name. So the Social Security Administration goes through and they compile all of the names that everybody in the country was given throughout the course of a given year. And eventually, once they have that data, they release it. So this is the data that's been released for the year 2018. It takes them five months to compile this shit. There's a lot of fucking people born in the country, okay? And so they compile it all and they go, here are the top boys' names and here are the top girl names. Now, I will give you a moment to think about what you think is the top girl name and the top boy name. And then I will give you the lists. Okay. The top boy name of 2018, Liam. The top girl name of 2018, Emma. Now I'm going to give you the rest of the top 10, but I would say that that's probably, you know, pretty damn accurate. I, I, I know a lot of people that are going to those two names, Leah, or uh, Emma and Liam. Uh, we have Emma's and Liam's right here in the neighborhood. So that does seem to become, those two do seem to be a couple of names that are very popular. And they're what I would call the newer names. Um, there are, there are the off the wall names. There are the, uh, traditional names. There's the new names, which are not off the wall names. They're just more popular now than they ever were before. You know, back in my day when I was born, 1972, early 70s, you know, the boys were, were, uh, Tom, Joe, Mike, you know, Bob, Bill, Hank. Those were the names. Girls were, uh, you know, Jennifer, Lisa, Michelle, you know, Renee. Even Renee was a little bit off the wall for back then. A little bit. Now the new norms are things like Leah, or I'm sorry, Liam and Emma. So let me give you the rest of the names. So for the boys, the top 10 from 1 to 10 are Liam Noah, now that's an old school biblical name, but it's coming in, 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 in real, back in real uh, popular fashion. The next two names, William and James, are what I call classic names, old school names, Bill and Jim. Then we get into Oliver, Benjamin, Elijah, Lucas, Mason, and Logan. All what I would consider to be like part of that new phase of new popular names. People are just going with Names that, you know, nobody, there, it just seems like a, a while back people said there's enough Toms and Bills and Franks and Tonys in the world. You know, now we're going to go with Ian's or Liam's and, and, and Ian's and Benjamin's. Elijah, that's one I haven't heard in a while. I'm surprised to see that one jump up. I like the name, but it, that jumped up there. The, the top 10 list for girls, as I said, Emma is the top. Then you have Olivia, Ava, 
Isabella, Sophia, Charlotte, Mia, Amelia, Harper, and Evelyn. Emma, Olivia, Ava, all very popular names these days. Isabella or Bella, another popular name, Sophia. A lot of Italian-sounding names in the, fir- in the first ones. You know what I'm saying? Ava, Isabella, Sophia. You got Mia. Uh, Charlotte, that's old-school name. I'm going to be real honest with you guys. I love the name Charlotte. Uh, that's, a, that's an old Howard, Eleanor, those old names. I, I, I dig it. I dig Charlotte's back in the top ten. Uh, uh, Amelia and Evelyn, you know, classic names, beautiful names, love both names. Was a little bit interesting to see Harper. I don't know that I've ever met a Harper. And that's listed as the top, uh, it, it, that's number, where are we at here? Number nine on the top ten list, Harper. So that's an interesting one. I have yet to meet a Harper. And to be honest with you, I have yet to meet a Harper in any one of my kids' classes. My kids are senior in high school or just graduating high school, sorry, uh, just graduating eighth grade and just finishing up first grade. So I have the gamut. I have, I have grade school, I have middle school, I have high school, and I have not met a Harper. So that's an interesting one. Um, now, everybody has their preference in names. I don't have a problem with any of these names, obviously. I, it, it, these... It's just a question of where they fall on your favorite list. For me, I like girls' names that are flower names. That's just me. My daughters are Magnolia and Lily. I also like the name Rose, Ivy, Violet. Uh, I know Ivy's not a flower. I'm talking about natural botanical names, starting with the flowers and working your way out. I like... Uh, other names that are that are like nature theme brook okay um, now where I draw the line and here's where I'm gonna catch some shit where I draw the line on the nature theme names for girls is when we start naming them after states and seasons okay I don't want I don't want a Georgia or a Florida and I don't want a summer or an autumn nothing wrong with it it's just I, I can't get past, when I hear summer, I can't get past the season. I don't ever see it as a name for some reason. It's not, a, it's not like it's, oh my God, that's hideous. Not by any stretch. It's just that I can't get past it. And, it's, and I know it's weird. People go, so when you hear the word magnolia, you don't look past the flower? Yeah. Or you do look past the flower? Yes, I do. I, I look past the flower. I see that as an actual name, a human name. So anyway, and then for guys... I do like some off-the-wall names. Uh, had we had more than one son, I would have wanted to fight very, very hard for Vlad. V-L-A-D. Love the name. Love the name. I love uh, uh, Sebastian. Strong names that are a little bit different, a little bit weird. Uh, but I also really, for the guys, love traditional stuff. Tom, Joe, Frank, Mike. Well, not Mike, sorry. Tom, Joe, Frank, Phil, Bob, you know, just the old school Tony, old school names. My wife wanted to name our son Gaetano, which is an Italian name on, our, on my side of the family. It's not on her side of the family. She just really likes the name. Uh, I don't have anything against the name. I just knew that our son was going to be the last child we were going to have. And so it was the last chance to name a child 
after myself and thus carry on that tradition since I'm a junior. So my son is Tom Powell the third. Actually, full name, Tommy Lee Powell the third. I am Tommy Lee Powell Jr. Now, that is something that I didn't think I would ever do as far as that name goes because uh, I didn't, I, while I haven't necessarily minded my name over my lifetime, uh, as an adult, having a legal name of Tommy, it, it, it is annoying. And what I didn't want to do is have a, 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 a Tommy with the third. It, it, it didn't seem to go together, but I, I pulled the trigger. I pulled the trigger because uh, I wanted to carry on that tradition. Hopefully he'll go on to have the fourth. Uh, and to be honest with you folks, if you know me in any way, shape, or form, the name fits. Okay, he is a Tom Powell. He's a little prick. I love him to death. I love him to death. But he's a little prick. And uh, he can sport a good dude. And uh, it, my wife is right now nodding in, in aggressive agreement with her phone. Probably got a hand in the sky like she's at church going, Preach it! Preach it! Because he is... He's my father reborn. He got all of my father and then some uh so and it's really he's a combination of my father and me and it quite possibly is my wife's worst nightmare come true it's a combination of the last two tom powells morphed together into a brand new tom powell so uh yeah that's it it can be rough at times folks it can be rough at times so we went with, or I went with, I, I went with flower names for girls. I carried on tradition name for, uh, for the son. These names here, the 2018 names, you got one of these kids out there. I like them all. Uh, I'd say that on the, the top 10 boys list, whew, William or James, maybe Benjamin would be my top one out of, the, the, out of these 10. And on the on the girls list, Charlotte's the top one for me. I, uh, I just an old school. Uh, I have a niece named Charlotte. I love the name. I love the name. Absolutely dig it. Uh, let me see if I can pronounce all of the. Here I'm gonna I'm gonna do an on on the fly exercise here. Let's see if I can pronounce all the nieces and nephews. So my mother-in-law and father-in-law have 11 grandchildren. I'm going to see if I can pronounce them all. And this is not going to be in order because that's a task I just can't tackle right now. It's just way too early in the fucking morning. I'm way too goddamn salty. And that's going to require more brain energy than I really want to expend at this current point in time. So the 11 grandchildren would be Magnolia, Lily, Tommy, Gage, Tanner, Aiden, Reese, Jackson, Riley, Devin, and Charlotte. Nailed it. See, what I did there is I just went family by family. 
And it's okay, I'm going to take each family and I'm going to name those kids. I'm not going to try and do this shit in order. I'm going to miss one. There you go. There's the 11 kids. They have a little bit of a mixture of names there. They've got some old school names. They've got some classical names. They've got some off the wall names. It's, uh, you know, we threw them all. We threw them a massive curveball right off the bat with the first grandchild being named Magnolia. I mean, that's, if you're from the South, you hear Magnolias all the time. You, you're from Chicago. Nobody is named Magnolia. Nobody. And the poor girl is going to go the rest of her life being everybody thinking she's a Margaret because people call her Maggie. Lily, uh, most people tend to just say, oh, Lily. Yeah, I know the name Lily. Some people will say, oh, short for Lillian or Lilith. No, neither one of those. Just straight Lily. Botanically correct. One L, not two. Um, but, yeah, I don't mind any of these names. They're, they're all decent names. They're... Uh, they're names that I would expect at this time, a uh, 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 point in history, where these names are starting to come on and be more popular. But if you're going to go out there and you're going to have a kid, those of you expecting, you're looking at baby names, those are the top 10 baby names for each one. I would highly recommend, though, uh, you give it your own thought. You put these names to the side, these, these name lists to the side, and you give it your own thought. Because I'll tell you, nothing I have done has been more consequential than naming a child. I know it sounds weird. You got to raise the kids. You got to make sure they grow up to be good human beings. That's all part of you know everything. Everything you're giving somebody the name in which they're going to be called for the rest of their life. That they're forever going to be known as. That people are going to look at them and go, yeah, that fits. You know, that's who they are. That's that's a pretty important step. So don't worry about what's in the top 10. Don't worry about what everybody else is thinking. Don't worry about what your in-laws are thinking. Don't worry about what the people down the street are thinking. Don't worry about what your friends are saying. Worry about what you like to name your kid. You can listen to me talk about naming girls after flowers all day long. And you can listen to me say, and never name them after a season. And you can go, yeah, but I like summer. Okay. Fine. I have uh, 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 my niece. I think it has a very beautiful name, but some people look at it and think that it's a little bit off the beaten path. Her name is Amber Dawn. Not one that you hear very often. Amber, a little bit more. But when you hear the name together, Amber Dawn, it kind of creates a picture, does it not? I think that's kind of cool. So give it some thought. Maybe it's just a name that you like. Maybe it's a name that has some meaning in the family. Um, maybe it's a name that, uh, you were just like, you know, I heard this name at some point in history. I looked it up and I saw the meaning behind it. I was like, man, I got to have a kid named that. You never know what it could be, but, uh, you know, understand that it's, it's one of the most important things you're ever going to do. And there's literally no, no limitations to it. You can name a kid anything you want, literally. You could name a kid bag bag tournament toss game, and that would be his name. It doesn't. You could name him just all F's, you know, seventeen F's, and that's his name. So it is one of the most important things you could do, and there are no limitations to what you can do. So if you're expecting you're going to be having a kid soon, you're planning on getting pregnant, and you're thinking about names. Do yourself a favor and stop worrying about what all these people think and just think about it for yourself. That's what we did. That's what I did. 
I knew what I wanted. I, uh, I don't know. I just, uh, it, it, it just, like Magnolia, just felt right. I wanted a Magnolia. I wanted an original, beautiful flower sounding name. And, uh, it kind of fits her. Uh, it, uh, it, it, same with Lily, you know, and Lily, it just kind of, she's a Lily. I can't imagine her having any other name other than Lily. And you'll find that it's weird. It'll happen that way. I look at my son now and I go, okay, uh, could he have, is he a Vlad? No, he's not a Vlad. He just isn't. Is he a, is he a Gaetano? No, he's not a Gaetano. He's a Tommy. He's a Tommy. It just, it's weird how it, it just, it, that's how they be, that's who they are. You know, it's after a while, you're just like, maybe when you first name him, you're like, did I do the right thing? Did I, and then you're like, no, yeah, that's, that's who he is. That's who they are. You know, I was named after my father, and, well, I don't know if you've seen any pictures of us, but uh, the genes run strong, my friend. So, uh, just take the time. Think about what's important to you and your spouse. Name the kid something good that you like. Don't worry about what other people are thinking. Don't go on Instagram and, and see what other people are doing and be influenced by these fucking morons who get their faces eaten by octopi. Please, for the love of God. To you assholes in Australia siphoning the gas, that's karma. Fuck off. To the Instagram model who thinks she's too beautiful to find love, kiss my ass. Get over yourself, sugar. Good luck with the Taco Bell Hotel in Palm Springs, California. And uh, best of luck to whatever crazy son of a bitch decides they're going to sleep at the... Uh, at the Texas Chainsaw Massacre gas station. That's going to be a hard pass for me. I am sorry that I was salty throughout this thing and uh, and letting my emotions fly a little bit. Like I said, it's been a, a long week. But um, I do want to end this by telling you that I'm going to have a special podcast coming up in the coming weeks. I'm not sure when it's going to air, uh, but there's going to be a special podcast uh in which I'm going to make a very special announcement um, that is going to impact all future decisions moving forward. So uh, just keep keep coming back to the Facebook page, keep coming back to the Instagram account, and and keep checking into the to the uh, to the podcast here. Favorite the podcast so you get notifications when I release a new one. There's going to be a very special podcast coming up in the coming weeks. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to tell you what the announcement is pertaining to or, or what it relates to. I'm just going to say it's going to be a major announcement. It's going to be, a, a, it's going to be next level. You guys are going to want to be in on this. You're going to want to be in on it on the ground floor. Trust me when I tell you this. I'll let you know when that's coming. Go follow the Facebook page. Invite all your friends. And uh, that's all I got for you guys this week. As always, stay grateful. Now enjoy a little bit of the Friday song.